Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points and talk about how we can apply this in our daily lives. I share my successes and my failures and hope that you can learn something from my experience all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Radical Candor. Marcus Aurelius said, It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinion than our own. Are you afraid to tell others what you really think or how you really feel? In this episode, I want to talk about the idea of radical candor and how committing to being honest about what you think or feel is one of the most challenging but rewarding things you can do for your life. Last year, I watched the TV series Picard, and one of the more interesting things that I found that I liked about it was this order among the Romulans who follow a code of absolute candor. And I really like this idea because they do their best to be as truthful as possible, and they hold themselves to a high standard of being responsible for everything that they say. Now, radical candor is a lot more than just saying what you think. It's about being honest about how you feel about things. And you're not only being honest with others, you're also being honest with yourself. And if you're being responsible for everything that you put out into the world, it gives you the opportunity to examine what you really think and feel about a situation. When you decide to adopt radical candor, you speak clearly and honestly. You say what you mean, and you mean exactly what you say. You don't obfuscate or toss out ambiguous statements. And when you don't know something, you simply say you don't know and don't pretend like you have all the answers. So why don't we practice radical candor as a society? Well, I think it just comes down to the fact that we're afraid of what other people will think of us. We're afraid they might get upset about what we have to say, or they may no longer love us, or they might possibly disown us. I know that in the culture that I grew up in, I was afraid to say what I really thought about a lot of things, especially at church, because I was afraid I'd get in trouble. Questioning church doctrine was something that was frowned upon in the Mormon church, and if something didn't make sense or was contradicted by evidence, you were just told that you needed to have more faith and to trust the leaders. Asking too many questions made people uncomfortable. It was more important to be loyal than it was to be honest. Now, some might think that radical candor would not be a good way to live your life because we all have to lie from time to time to smooth things over. That if we went around just telling the truth all the time, we would simply ruffle too many feathers. Now, let's consider lying from a Stoic perspective. Is it okay to lie? What is the purpose of lying to someone? For me, the purpose of lying is to deceive someone. And when you lie to others, you are trying to control them. You are trying to make them feel something or spare them from feeling something. You are trying to control or influence their actions based upon getting them riled up or upset or convince them that a situation is something other than it really is. I would say from a stoic perspective, we should not lie. A good example of where radical candor can be helpful for those around us comes from something that was often heartbreaking for me to watch. Back in the day, I used to watch American Idol. And there were always plenty of contestants who would get up there wanting to give it their best shot 
And they'd stand up in front of the judges, and you can tell they were just really nice people, and you were rooting for them. But as soon as they opened their mouth, it was pretty clear that they couldn't sing. Now, often it was Simon who would be the bearer of bad news and let them know that they didn't have what it takes to continue on. But for me, what was the most heartbreaking thing wasn't Simon putting the kibosh on their dreams. It was the fact that no one close to these people ever took the time to be honest with them. I mean, if somebody had just stepped in earlier and said, hey, do you really want to be a singer? Then I would recommend finding a good singing coach. Something like that would have given them the opportunity to develop the skills they needed to compete in such an arena. Self-control is the chief element in self-respect, and self-respect is the chief element in courage. Thucydides. So what would radical candor look like in practice? In a practical sense, radical candor means that you take the time to think about what you have to say. When interacting with others, are you saying what you really think or feel? Or are you just running your mouth to fill the open space? Are you expressing yourself clearly? Or are you leaving things vague and open to interpretation? For me, the main reason behind radical candor is open and clear and honest communication. Radical candor is also about respecting yourself. It's about recognizing that you have the right to your own thoughts and opinions. It means that when somebody asks you for your opinion about something, you do your best to be honest every time, even if it makes you or the other person uncomfortable. It means that you stand by the things that you say, and just as important, you take ownership of the things that you say. You don't change your opinion just to please someone else or try to spin things so that it doesn't upset someone else. An important aspect to remember, though, is that radical candor is not a weapon. It is not an excuse to be an ass because you're just being honest. It is also not forcing your opinion on someone else or trying to shut down discussion by digging in your heels because you have the truth. Radical candor is about open and honest communication. It is about giving our honest opinion about something. It is about trying to express the world as closely as you see it, and it's about telling your truth with clarity and compassion. When you share your opinion about something, just remember, it is just your opinion. It does not mean that you have the right to tell the other person they are wrong. You can hold different opinions from somebody else, and they don't have to agree with you. And it's always possible that your opinion is incorrect. If you plan on adopting radical candor in your life, then you need to be open to being on the receiving end. In fact, you should welcome others to speak openly and honestly with you. And think about how your relationships would improve if you encouraged others to be honest about what they really felt. There would be a lot less having to guess what somebody really means. There would be less miscommunication with other people because you're focused on trying to communicate clearly. It would engender a greater sense of trust because others would know that you really wanted to know what they think or feel. Radical candor is also how you set boundaries with other people. It means that you're honest about what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do and what is acceptable for how others should treat you. Nothing in radical candor says that you have to tell everyone everything that you think or feel or know. You can always choose not to share your opinion. If somebody presses you to talk about something that you don't want to, 
You can also practice radical candor by letting them know that this is a topic that you are not interested in talking about. This is being honest about what you think. Probably the hardest part about radical candor is the fact that it takes confidence to say what you really think and feel and to stick with it. If you're not used to having your opinion heard or you're insecure, then stepping up and voicing your opinion can be downright scary. But the more you step up and state what you think or feel, more confident you'll become. It becomes a virtuous self-reinforcing cycle. And the thing is, you're probably going to ruffle some feathers, especially if there are people in your life that you have previously hidden your true thoughts or feelings from. There are people who may not like what you have to say. But if they don't like the real you, why would you want to spend time with people that you have to pretend to be something other than who you really are? Adopting a practice of radical candor is difficult. We're trained from an early age not to upset others and to do our best to fit in. But when it comes down to it, when you hide what you really think or feel, then you're being deceptive and you're not letting others get to know the real you. It also signals to other people that you don't trust them with your thoughts and feelings. And this is something that I personally have had to work very hard on. I've had to let go of trying to find the right thing to say or the right opinion to have. But in doing so, my most important relationships have gotten much stronger because I've committed to trusting them with the real me. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourself, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoiccoffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great-looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.